Welcome back to the Uprising Network. Here we are with another installment of Sincerely Yours. Now, I told you I was going to be more consistent, man. So here we are with the second week in a row, dropping another podcast on you. Um, I, def- I appreciate all the feedback from the first uh, episode. Uh, <clears throat> and what it is is that I don't really like publicize that I'm dropping the podcast or anything like that. I kind of do it like maybe one time. And then uh, post it one time and then just let it go. So whoever see it at that point, they'll see it and listen. It's more like a, a open diary for uh, for myself. Um, and just to look back on someday. But, you know, I feel like a lot of these stories that I've been through are things that I know people can learn from. So um, so I'm still going to therapy, which um, is definitely super helpful for me. I'm super appreciative that I found a therapist that uh, relates to me on a level to where um, I'm super comfortable and uh, like I said it's been months now and it definitely been helping so um, eventually I'm gonna start really going into detail about what uh, how how much has helped has helped me and what the things that uh, that I've been that I've learned that I could share with others that maybe help them with the anxiety or depression or other things so um, this past week I uh, went to Actually, this past since the last podcast, I went to a networking event, which is really good. And I have been like stuck in like this fog, uh, creative fog lately. Like, yo, I can't really create. I just want to take a break for a while and which I'm still in the middle of a break uh, from recording. Um, but I went to this networking event and it was great. Um, I didn't even intend on. Uh, I didn't even intend on like going and i ended up there and it was a great time so um definitely learning to uh be outside of myself um i know how, i know how to speak with people i know how to uh sell myself and all of that but a lot of times it's, i just don't even want to deal with it so a couple of days later i went to duce palooza which was out of myself as well i don't really go out like that i go to the uh, i used to club really heavy um but now it's like man that's just so old but it's like the first time i really went to a club environment almost like 10 years um i mean i've been to strip clubs here and there but actual like party inside of a club atmosphere it's been a long while since i've done that um and it was a great time and while i was there i bumped into um my man's uh gianni jones who i interned for along with dante marshall of the art direction uh, the art direction was basically like a creative um, group of uh, people. Well, just say like a group of creatives who they did like, you know, graphic design. They did photography, videography and whatnot. Uh, and they've done a few music videos in the city, um, most notably like for artists like maybe Big Sean. Um, like, for example, like if you just go back and look at that uh, Big Sean's uh, Lemonade video, I believe it was Lemonade. And it was a couple other videos that they did. And uh, but the one that struck me the most was PL uh, PL's I'm single video featuring Jay Wan. And I was like, yo, how do I get my music videos to look like that? Now, I just got started and I saw it was okay, it was directed by the art direction. So I did my research. I found an email. Now, uh, they weren't at the time. They weren't looking for uh, any interns, but they had me come in anyway. Uh, I was fresh off. Uh, I graduated from Specs Howard, and I really only went to Specs Howard to just to get some paperwork behind my name, just the paperwork to show that I knew what I was doing. A lot of my thing, a lot of the things I learned was all uh, through like YouTube and trial and error on my own. 
Uh, but I really went to school. I did learn some things in specs, but I really went just to get this sheet of paper that said, uh, Barry knows this, that, and the third. And I finally paid all that off to it. Student loans off as well with that. Uh, so anyway, fast forward. Um, they brought me in. I remember I had typed up a resume. I came in there with like some khakis and like a polo or something like that. Trying to look like, not like super professional, but like casual at the same time. And uh, he Dante looked at me like, bro, I don't really need to see your resume. I know everything about you already. I was like, oh, wow, okay. All right, so that was... That was a shock because um, he did. It's, it's rare that you go. Uh, I've never been in a situation where like the person that I was interviewing with had done their research on me already. And that's why they brought me in. So before he, he said before he even responded, he did his research on me. And that's why he brought me in. And he, he liked where I was going with it uh, and how serious I took the craft and how consistent I was. And he said I did have quite a bit to learn, but he wanted me to bring me on to be a part of the team. Because he seen my work ethic and he uh, all the research he had done, I was like, "Wow, okay." So initially, uh, I was supposed to only be there like two days a week, like maybe two hours for two days a week. So a total four hours a week. Now, me being in my element, knowing I need there's a lot I need to learn, be being excited, I'm like, "Yo, I'm gonna be there every single day." I don't think, I think maybe the first week I just did those two days and was like, and then he had sat me like at a desk to do like some um some uh like some organization of his hard drives or some shit and i'm like some real like intern type work and i'm like bro i don't want to do this like i'm i'm here to i'm here to learn what i can from you bro to be honest like i don't want i really don't want to do that and he was like okay well meet me at this shoot such and such a day i met him at the shoot i filmed like a behind the scenes video i do not remember what that artist's name was it was some artist that it was it i don't i hate to say a nobody but it wasn't somebody who had like a prominent name out here i forgot who it was i wish i can go back and look at it but i forgot who that artist was um you know he 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 liked what he saw from that and then next thing you know i was there every single day like i treated it like a work day now while i was there i um i was working at target i was working at target at eastland and uh and you know that that was really on my source of income. I did a few music videos before then, but it wasn't really like paying no bills. It wasn't like it wasn't nothing crazy. It was just like little pocket money, and whatnot. Because um, a lot of times it was hard for me to even get people to shoot music videos for free. Like I couldn't, I could barely get anybody to let me shoot that video for free, let alone them pay me for a music video. Okay, so um, we so. They brought me along, and next thing you know, like Dante took me and Gianni took me under their wing. I would be visit, go on to different meetings with them. Uh, they would take me like to shake hands with different, uh, like all the little plugs that they had around the city. Uh, as far not like drugs and nothing like that, but like say for example, one day uh, this dude asked me. Uh, he took me to like this um, this graphic design place out in Royal Oak, and dude was like, "Yo, uh, you got a hard drive on you?" And I was like, yeah, actually, I do have my little bag on me. And he took my hard drive, and this dude put, like, 2,000 different fonts on my hard drive. And it was like, yo, here you go, bro. Just, just It was just, like, off some love shit. So I was like, damn, okay. This is what's up. Like, 2,000 fonts, especially as a uh, video editor or graphic designer or whatever. Like, the more fonts, the merrier. Like, you can never have too many fonts to choose from. Um, well, sometimes you can, but 
the more is is better um at least for me anyway so it was just little things like that like different people i'm shaking hands with in the city uh different promoters event planners uh that you know what i'm saying that they knew me by face not necessarily name but they knew me and to this day when they see me they'll speak and that was almost six years ago when i was working with dante um so we did during that time uh i did a like i said a lot of behind the scenes music video the behind the scenes videos for them also i did some uh, some camera work on music videos like for um off the top i did this video with early mac and this dude named kales i believe i believe this song was called do it big anyway if you google kales and uh k-e-l-s featuring early mac um i was definitely a part of that shooting that video um i didn't do any editing on it but i did <clears throat> shoot somewhat some shots on there did a behind the scenes video they fucked with it heavy and next thing you know um uh dante asked me to roll with him for an entire day and i shot four music videos in one day bro four <clears throat> four music videos in one day i shot four music videos for sad ain't tone um he was releasing his i believe 500 million album people call it a mixtape i call it an album whatever uh 500 million we did four videos in a day and he leading up to it and what he did was he dropped one video per day no no was it per day or per week i don't remember if it was per day or per week but we gonna roll with per day because it adds more to the story i believe it was per day though uh leading up to the album different freestyle videos but it was four videos nonetheless and i had to i had the responsibility of editing them after so that taught me a lot as well um like the, just the grind work that go into it how to handle bit paperwork business behind the scenes and most importantly knowing when to say no like knowing when to tell an artist no i'm not doing that no you gotta try to pay more for that no i'm not doing it for this rate no i don't like that idea like a lot of these things i learned from him uh, and i still use a lot of these tactics today i saw dante um in which he is known all over the city he's not one of them faces that you may know but a lot of times if you mention dante's name people know who the fuck dante uh william dante damn wow dante is um and gianni as well um part of the art direction um now uh like i said while i was there also as an intern and me just just um putting my best foot forward i had the responsibility of working on a youtube series called all phases of beauty now it was a makeup tutorial series which was cool because it really had i had no idea what i was doing in the beginning and that was like my project i got paid for that from them um he didn't he didn't take no money from it he didn't really give me no direction he just wanted to see how i would handle uh doing that and it turned out well i think we did maybe like four episodes and then i believe they fell out and next thing you know we that production was halted on that so that was like the spark of me launching the uprising network when he put me in a position to uh work on this youtube's makeup series with them and that that stuck with me as well so um my internship uh experience was fantastic leading to this point now with the the two highlights that i had and i still use this when i sell myself to this day is i had the opportunity to work with uh lupe fiasco and ti i I got the opportunity to when they came into the city to promote the album i had the opportunity to roll with them for the entire day 
Now, when I say roll with them, it didn't mean that I was actually riding with them. It means that I was following them like paparazzi for an entire day. For an example, let's start with Lupe. Lupe, I remember had to be at Fox 2 Studios in Southfield. I had to be there at 6 a.m. So I pull up. I tell them exactly who I am, my itinerary and all that. And they didn't know who the fuck I was. Because I was there at the 6 a.m. news. And nobody from Atlantic Records was there at the time. And I was sitting there like, okay, whatever. So uh, it took like, they didn't get there till like 8.30. So I'm there from 6 to 8.30 just waiting on Lupe to show up. This is before cell phones, cell smartphones was out. But it wasn't like, you know, like it is now. So uh, I'm sitting there waiting for Lupe to show up. Uh, he a cool dude. He didn't have much to say. I don't even know why they was promoting his album at seven, eight o'clock in the morning. That was strange. Um, Lupe, not even one of those artists. But anyway, um, then I had to I, then from there, I had to follow him to Oakland University. Uh, then we went to WJLB, which is like in, was, I believe, in West Bloomfield or Rochester or something like that. We stopped at a couple other venues and we came back to 107.5. Um, so we rolling all through the city. Now, this was dropped on me like two days before I had to um to to work on the project and that's important because like I said I didn't oh let me at the time I had quit my job at Target because I wanted to be uh I wanted to be involved with the uh the art direction every single day and the only way for me to do that was to quit my job and I wasn't making any money. Like I said, I ain't had time to shoot my own music videos. So, like, I had my um, my son's mom holding me down during that period. Like, and that was rough because I ain't had no car. I ain't no no uh, no money, no nothing. I was just straight up intern. And um, this opportunity came up. And um, I was like, yo, I got to take it. And I had to do all of this running around on a quarter tank of gas. I had to go from... I lived in uh, Harper Woods at the time. So I lived in Harper Woods. I had to go to Southfield. I had to go to Rochester. I had to go to West Bloomfield. I had to go to Detroit. Then we ended the night um, at the African-American Museum. LaRon Harris, a representative from Atlantic Records, was receiving a reward, uh, not reward, an award. I believe he was uh, named to the top 30 or top 40 under 40 list um, that year at the african-american museum so we sat there and lupe spoke on his behalf um then after that we sat at a, like some halal spot in dearborn and they i sat and had dinner with lupe he was a really really cool dude i hung out with him all day like it was a really that was surprising um i didn't know what to expect from him but uh i did all of that on a on a quarter tank of gas running around i don't know how i did that while I'm filming, um, I believe like leading up to the end of the day, I ain't had no battery. I ain't have no uh, no um, no more storage on my memory cards. And somehow I pulled it through. And that was just a sign. That was another sign to let me know, like, yo, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing because it all worked out. Like it was like I was skating through the whole Metro Detroit area and on a quarter tank of gas and basically a dream and just some motivation. And I pulled it off. I pulled up to the house at the end of the night. The car was on E, like screeching on E on fumes, but I made it. And what happened the next day? I got up the next morning. My girl gave me some gas money. Went back to work. And then what I did, I, fil- I, took, I spent all day editing that video. And it was one of the highlights of my whole experience as an intern. You know, And I was the only intern working with them at the time. So a lot of the things they didn't want to do, I had to do it. 
you know, I was never one of the stereotypical like interns where, yo, go get me some coffee or get us don- some donuts or a bunch of that bullshit work. They ain't never treat me like that. Although I was an intern, they treated me like an equal for sure. Treated me like, well, it definitely was no disrespect or anything like that. Um, another, uh, like I said, now T.I., I'm thinking that we were going to be closer in the city. That whole run was about the same. I didn't have no gas. And they, they didn't give me no like no money ahead of time or nothing like that. And I was like, my pride wouldn't even let me ask them for no gas money. Like, like I told them that I wanted the responsibility of running around filming him all day. And that's what they gave me. And it was another test. It was almost like walking for cheesecake, you know. Um, but anyway, uh, I did that. And T.I. was, he was a really nice guy as well. And... I told him at the time that, uh, well, like, when I finally had a moment to talk to him uh, after, like, he was doing, like, some press junkets or whatnot, like, interviewing with five people at a time, I shook his hand and I said, yo, because of the the um, the family hustle, I decided to uh, really, like, start my family with my son's mom. I don't even think she was my, did we have JoJo at the time? No, we didn't even have JoJo at the time. But, like, really take a relationship serious because I wasn't taking the relationship serious 100% leading up to it. Not to say I was cheating, but I was like doing, I was really, wasn't really focused on it. And she didn't even tell you that. Like I was really not really trying to be in a full blown relationship. But once I started watching the family hustle, I was like, you know what? This girl want me and I, I grew to love her. This is what we going to do. And next thing you know, we had a kid to each other, but we didn't have a kid while I was an intern. And, um, so that was a great, uh, experience as well. We went to DSA did he perform? I don't think he performed. It was more like a, a forum. Uh, he was talking basically like some stay in school type stuff. And the kids loved it. I remember, I wish I still had all this footage. The videos are up. If you want to see them, let me know. I'll send you the links to them. I got to find them online somewhere. Um, and then my work was um, used in like, uh, I think he, yeah, he was signed to Atlantic at the time. Uh, so my work was used in like some of the, doc, it was a docu-series leading up to this heavy as the head album so some of my film work my video work is in there uh i'm actually in a, like the background when he stops in detroit i'm in, actually in it like it's a few clips with me in the video with him um those were those were great and while i was there i didn't even know like back to lupe i didn't even know lupe had groupies like that we like like we had to go make a stop at shantanique's music and in, in like deep in the city on the east side I didn't know Lupe had like groupies and like it was women willing to do whatever to me to get to him. They thinking I'm like part of his like crew. And it's it was like some I even call them weird, but they were just like some strange. They were like the like what you think Lupe's fans would look like, they were down for whatever just to talk to him. And I'm looking as a, as a the videographer for the day, I'm looking like, wow, I didn't even realize these girls got down like that. Like if, if if I was a single man or I was really on the road at the time in my early mid about mid twenties, excuse me, I I probably would have obliged a lot of this shit. I would probably took a lot of the offers that was being thrown my way that night. So uh Lupe got groupies and that was a surprise to me. I didn't really see TI like really um entertain any of them groupies like that. And there was some in there. We stopped at uh Collective Studios for his listening party. They were all up in there. They were all in there. He wasn't paying them no attention. None. So, um, 
And like, and I looking back at that, I'm thinking like, hell yeah, he a family man. I'm gonna be a family man. And the next thing you know, uh, a couple years later, he then cheated on Tiny and all this other stuff. He fighting Floyd. Uh, like, man, it, it was all kind of crazy shit. But anyway, uh, it, they put me in position as an intern to make some great decisions and with some great opportunities. We filmed uh, events. It would feel great to actually be a part of something, especially dealing with people that believed in me as much as I believe in me. Um, Dante has moved out to L.A. Gianni's still in the city. Um, and I really I thank them every time I see them. Um, another opportunity I had is I was working with this group called, um, what were they named? Dollhouse. Now Dollhouse, they had a couple iterations, but, um, they were a group, I believe at the sign, at the time they were signed to, was it all deaf music? Whatever Russell Simmons' record label was at the time. And like, was this was like maybe 2011, 2012 or something like that Dollhouse. And they were super talented super talented young girls they really they was like maybe 18 at the time like very young um beautiful young girls uh one of the members ryan is currently on this show called star on uh fox i believe that's produced by uh lee lee daniels uh that comes on around the time empire come on or after empire or something the brown the brown skin one uh ryan she's she's like i said she's on star and i'm happy i'm happy for her you know she's a really down-to-earth girl i know they didn't really have much going on at the time but they was also in, always in the studios and whatnot working and um before i left like we were really like starting to roll out that project which i don't think they it ever came out but they were all fantastic girls and when i see them and even on social media they still you know They'll still speak or they'll say, you know, ask what's up or whatnot. So I'm definitely happy for it. Uh, I'm not sure what all three of them doing. Uh, like I said, Ryan is on Star. They come on Fox. So I believe she might be like the lead actress on there. Uh, Gabby, I, I believe she's still working on music. And I don't remember the other one's name, but I remember her face, though. Um and it was like a total great thing. Like, so I look at shows like Making a Band and all the stuff Diddy put them through. It was like, I, as an intern, I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to do a lot of this bullshit. But a lot of it was just testing how much you really wanted. So I was willing to do whatever it took to get these things done. It told me how to work on a team. Because another situation that happened was uh, when I did the TI thing. And I was running around with him all day. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to kill this edit. I'm about to kill this edit. The next day I come to uh, the studio, fucking Gianni had edited the whole video. So I was pissed off and I was only pissed off because I didn't realize that it's better to work in a team. It's better to work in a team environment. I was like, yo, I'm so used to doing everything by myself. When he did that, I was kind of pissed. But looking back, it was like, yo, it taught me teamwork. It's all a team effort. You know, um, I I did not have any bad experiences as an intern. And the whole reason it stopped is because um, I remember it was January of 2013. Uh, and I found out that my son's mom was pregnant. And I said, yo, I cannot be an intern anymore. It's time for me to go out and spread my wings. I learned how to shoot music videos. I learned how to put uh, like uh, the, the makeup tutorial thing with the... Um, Learn how to make create projects from start to finish. I learned how to do paperwork. I learned how to deal with clients. 
I learned behind the scenes stuff. Like I learned so much in my six to seven months there. And when Jordan was on the way, it was like, yo, I got to go. And from there, I went on a hell of a run shooting music videos, man, as a respect to shooter. That was the name I went by, Respect the Shooter. I went on a hell of a run shooting music videos. And that was my primary source of income, you know, until Jordan got here. Once Jordan got here, I got a job still doing music videos and, you know, doing that. I fell out of love with that after a couple years. Then I started the Uprising Network. And here we are. So that that was, that all stemmed from uh, when I saw Gianni at Duce Palooza last weekend. And he was like, yo, Barry, he was telling his girlfriend, he introduced me to his girlfriend, which he was so happy about. And, uh, yo, Barry used to intern for us. And now, look, he is his own entity. I'm proud of him right here. And I was like, man, thank you, bro. Like, thank you. So that's my story as an intern. And uh, I got so many stories that even go in between a lot of that, man. It's a lot of events that I was at that I've seen a lot of things and people that I met. But that's pretty much the gist of what my life was like as an intern. Uh, seven months, I wasn't making no money and it taught me so much that I still know to this day, to this day that I use, um, the only thing that I need to really work on is like really, uh, creating a, a team that goes behind the scenes, behind the scenes. And then, uh, when I saw JG at Duce Palooza, he, he's the founder of the, uh, audio wave network, which, uh, he has a conglomerate of, uh, podcast under his network. Um, the audio wave network check that out google it he told me man like when you when people want to help just take what you can get from them don't ask for too much don't expect too much just take what you can get from them and i was like you know what that is some great advice so here we are with that man again thank y'all so much um and uh i'll see y'all next week man if you got any other questions let me know you can hit me up at reason 313 on twitter uh the uprising network on twitter and instagram um, visit the uprising.tv. We have like 150 videos of content. There's a, f- there is more on the way. What I'm thinking about doing before I release some new stuff is I got a lot of like bonus content that I've never even put out. Like ladies love lyrics that I haven't put out, uh, some go in stuff that I haven't put out. And, you know, I might just drop a lot of that old stuff just as a refresher so people could come back and be reminded of how much I've done so far. So in the meantime, create responsibly. And thank you so much for supporting the Uprising Network.